welcome to what episode is this? Episode fifty-eight. Episode fifty-eight of the Stallion Pancake Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jason Ackerman, and I'm Yvonne Ackerman. Oh wow, what a week! What a weekend! Um, tell the people where you went this weekend. I went to Savannah for a bachelorette party. Um, I think. Can I just give my general overview on bachelor bachelorette parties? Yeah, I'd love it. Um. I just feel like once you're past the age of 25, you're just too old to do any of this stuff. And, like... I feel like there's something wrong with us, though, because everybody else loves getting blackout until 2 a.m. I've never... I've never enjoyed it. When you're at a bar making small talk with someone... Yeah. I, that's like, like I said... That's, the, that's just with, terrible to me. I, I like when you mind. have organic conversations and you're really enjoying it and you want to stay somewhere longer, but when you're like trapped at a bar and you have to talk to people, like even when you like those people, it's not like you don't like the people, but it's like, and then people get in different stages of drunkenness. So you can be totally sober and like everyone around you is just, yeah. Like a perfect late out late night out for me would be you're bar hopping with different restaurants and you're like trying tapas with your friends and like tapas tapas um you know like just eating drinking like having a good time but like you're staying at places for like 10 minutes each and you go to like five and then you end at like midnight yeah we're, we're the same where it's like we like an activity like yeah. to me like drinking in a bar is not but if you're going to one bar for two hours i mean unless you're like back in the younger days when you're looking for ladies or like or men for your sake or my sake like then it's a different story, but yeah, it's just we're just not those people. We just don't like drinking for fun. And like I think that if you're there and like it ends up you have fun and you stay longer, like that's ideal. But I just feel like normally when I go to a bar, I feel like I'm like it's just I'm trapped. So last night I've I've been yeah. doing a lot of Irish goodbyes lately, which is you know what that is, right? Um, you impregnate a girl and then just leave the country. Yeah, and then you drink a lot of whiskey. Okay. That's the Irish goodbye. Made sense. No, it's when you leave without saying goodbye. Oh. Yeah. In other words, you don't, it's, that's the worst too at a party where you're like, I'm going to go and everyone's like, why? You just got here. Stay longer. Blah. Especially last night in Savannah. Like, I mean, it's just like, well, there's literally, there were 20 girls. So, so I, I was trying to do my Irish goodbye and then they all walked outside to do flip cup. <laughs> so I couldn't, or whatever, not flip cup. What is it with the beer pond? Yeah. Um, Is that the same thing? No. They're, uh, yeah, we're just, we're just not, uh, we're, was, we're more have a meal socialized people and yeah. some people are, are drinking, like go to brewery socialized people and that's, <laughs> excuse me, just not us. I really think that we need to have a baby just because like, I mean, you say this and it's true. I just feel like it would just give us an excuse. Like we're in a different stage in our life. We're basically in like the baby stage of our lives, but we don't have a baby. I've been in the that stage for ten years. But I feel like there are people who have babies who are fun and like to go out forever. But I, I just don't, feel like I don't think going out there's makes, just different means kinds of people. Fun or not fun? I think it's just what people I know, I like need to, to get do. my head around that because it's like I really feel like some people like to drink. Like a some drip, people don't. Like last night, I went to Hello Sailor by myself. I ordered a drink because I felt obligated and peer pressured because I was sitting at the bar, even though you were alone. Even though I was alone, <laughs> and I got it, and it was good. But I was like, I don't really want to drink this. Yeah. End of story. <laughs> Sometimes I get in the mood to drink, but like I never drink just because the occasion calls for I've it. I've literally never been in the mood to drink. Like Friday night, 
I had a drink. You know, we were just kind of hanging out in the hotel with a few is girls. Is this like was, old people? Is this like... Well, can I tell the Airbnb story? In the 1950s, like, they're like, ah, you know, my dream, my father came over to this country on a ship, and I worked 15 hours a day. I didn't have time for drinking. These young people. Is that what we sound like? Yeah. No, I think we do. I think we sound insane. Like, but we're just, we're weird. I think that we're weird. I mean, like that's everyone's thinking who's listening. But can I tell the Airbnb story? Oh, please. Tell it. Okay. So this is how the weekend starts out. So we didn't go to that much food stuff this week. So we're just going to tell we stories. Just have some, we just have other life stuff happening. I'm like, going to tell you like, a ghost story from Fort Mill. If you want some updates on some other things like Miriam and the couch, we've got that too. But let me tell you my Airbnb saga. So, Oh, I have something before you go on this though. I know I'm interrupting you. I've said like four times. Can I tell I the Airbnb story? You can, but I just want to say there's Dad, a squirrel. Dad, are you hearing this? There's a squirrel that's mm-hmm. outside of our place on that tree over there. And it's been cuckooing it goes like really loud just now like every time i've gone out and like i i thought i thought it was a bird because it sounds like a bird it's like like that like and then i looked up and it's the squirrel and it's looking right in my eyes every time do you think it's like the spirit of miriam has inhabited the squirrel i think uh i just i just really like animals and i feel like it was just saying i know you like animals I like animals too. That's what we've been talking about right before the pod. I want to get a new animal of some sort. So I saw a mini Australian shepherd on this trip and I felt so in love and I've always wanted an Australian shepherd and I didn't even know they had mini ones. And the mini ones are like, they're like fuzzy, like their hair is almost curly. They look like, I feel like we need, they have short legs though for that. No. So the Australian shepherds, yes, but not the mini ones. They don't need as much exercise. That's good. Yeah. They're really cute. And they're, they're like 50 pounds. We'll have, like, to, we'll have to kill one of the buds first. Yeah, I mean, eventually they're going to go. <laughs> All right. Tell your ability. I also want a hedgehog. So Julia, uh, Charlotte Chomp has a hedgehog. And so I need to, Julia, I'm going to hit you up in a little bit and ask you like what that's like. Like, do we need a <laughs> cage? Like I read that they eat cat food, but I just want to know more about the maintenance on a hedgehog. Cause I just want like, I just want something new to love. Why don't you love what you already have? I, I just don't. <laughs> All, All right, right. Tell your Airbnb Thank story. Thank you. I really like to because this has been just like, I mean, I've told this story a lot by now, but the people need to Oh, one other squirrel this. story. Oh my, stop. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, tell your story. All right. So, so we, we leave after work on Friday for Savannah. So by the time we hit the road, it's like 630. So we get to Savannah. It's like 11, 15 maybe. And... My friend's driving and she says, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. Maybe I was on my phone or talking or whatever. And she's like, it says, this is it. And I look up and we are in like one of the worst neighborhoods I've ever seen. And it's like a dark alley. And I'm like, Jess, this is not it. We are not here. And then she's like, oh, just kidding. It's one street over. We go one street over. It's worse. So this is the kind of neighborhood where you wouldn't want to get out of the car. Like, you wouldn't want to be driving through. You'd be like, okay, like, let's get out of here. This is the neighborhood where we're staying. This is where the Airbnb is. And there's, it's 11, 15. All these people are, like, out loitering around. It looks like there are some drug sales happening. We walk inside the place, and it's on the top floor of a shared home, even though it said that you got, like, the whole house and we walk inside and it is like, it's like a horror movie. 
So it's a really big place and it's like cavernous. But there's Is it a house? So really it's like the upper floor of a house. So who's on the lower floor? Just somebody else. Okay. I don't know if it's the woman or who rented it or if it's somebody else entirely. I have no another Airbnb. I have no idea. I don't think that any other Airbnbs. This is like not an Airbnb. So basically there's mold on the ceilings and then it's been painted over and it's all cracking. It looks like the ceiling's going to fall. Um, there's like three cups and they're all dirty. The appliances and all the cabinets, like everything looks like it's from the 70s. It's never been cleaned. There's like dirt in the corners. But my favorite part was the windows are broken. So there's shards of broken glass and they've all been covered by plastic wrap. And they're really big, tall windows and they're all covered with plastic wrap. And we couldn't stay there. And so I said to my friends, I'm like, you guys don't want to stay here, right? Like, we have to leave, right? Like, this is, I mean, you know, I just, I didn't want to be the total princess and be like, I mean, because if, if it were just Jason and me, what would I have said? Um, you would have said. I mean, you've seen me. I can't even imagine what you would have said, but it would have been really bad for me. You've seen me in a place where, like, the bathroom's not up to par. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Well, like, a perfect example, I took you to San Francisco and we stayed right outside the the gate of Chinatown, which is a really nice area. And uh, it wasn't... Like, it was a two-star hotel. It was, it was a three-star hotel. Yeah. Like, it wasn't great, I will admit, but it wasn't, like, terrible, and you flipped a shit. But it wasn't a crack den like this. But the <laughs> there thing are no is, drug deals happening there. But, like, but, the, but, you know, but with you, you know, I can be like, fuck, I'm not staying here. You yeah. know, but with them, like, I just felt like, you know, I had to be a little bit more... I didn't want to be, like, the diva. Okay, I have some questions. Yeah. Okay, how did you go about picking this? Airbnb? Well, so this is the problem. So we actually, so back in June, okay, actually, um, June of 2018. Yeah, I was, okay. I, you know, the, the girls I was, okay, let me just back up. 31 girls were invited to this bachelorette. 31 said yes out of however many were invited, which I think was like 50. So 31 girls said yes. It did end up, including the bride, it ended up being 20 people. So, it was an intense amount of people. And so right off the bat, obviously, the person hosting said, hey, we're not going to be able to stay together in one house. Everyone's in charge hey, of getting... you had to get Airbnb. Right. Tell us how we got the Airbnb. Well, you know, I don't want to call out others, but my friend picked five. She okay. starred five for us, okay? And she said, let's pick one. And I was like, the cheapest one. And so that's on me. I'm the one who said the cheapest one. So, so you never... But I did, though. Okay, so the pictures look... I looked at the pictures. This person has 49 reviews, and they have four and a half stars, which, you know, Jason and I did Airbnb. We have four and a half stars. Yeah. Like, four and a half stars. Yeah, that should be good. And we don't have 49 ratings. No. You know, so it's like... It, so, yeah, so you, if you saw that, you would think it would be... Now, I didn't, I didn't read the reviews. Now, what happened is, so this person, the girl who rented it, seemed to be, like, Eastern European. Like, she had her, her list of instructions and her listing. They were all wrote, written in, like, the same sort of broken English. Yeah. So once I went back and read the reviews on sa- Saturday morning, it's very clear to me that she wrote the reviews or, like, friends of hers or something. Like, they use even the same words that she uses in her listing. Like, over and over again, like, six different people say, like, the neighborhood's a little dodgy, but I didn't feel unsafe. And it's like maybe one person might say dodgy or two, but like yeah. 10 people aren't going to use the same word. And she apparently had five people who stayed there last month who gave her five stars. Like this is impossible. Like yeah. maybe one person out of 10 would be like, this is fine for me. But if the place was $120 a night. So 
maybe people would feel like it was fine too if it was like 40 or 50 dollars a night but it was actually really expensive so i can't imagine not really expensive but like yeah. Not dirt More cheap. More expensive than, they, than what it was. They shouldn't like, have broken glass. No. I mean, it so, was just insane. So no one looked. So people. So it was obviously kind of a sham. It's like a sham listing. So yeah, like we did look at it, but, but I will say like we didn't look that closely because once I did, I just for fun, I Googled Savannah Airbnbs. We could have been right downtown off of like like the main drag for $120 a night in like a beautifully updated modern condo. Yeah. And this was by the highway off of MLK, which if you've been to Savannah, which I had not, that should have been our first indicator. Like, it's just not a good area. Yeah. It's just not. So it really wasn't anyone's fault because... We didn't know the area. You know, we... It, said it, it looked was like, nice. It had a lot of good reviews. That's really... Airbnb should catch It that. really is. And also we've... Com- so anyway, so I was like, guys, what are we going to do? And like, we looked at getting a hotel. And if, of course, like, you know, I mean, like, no one wanted to pay. And, you know, we ended up at a Marriott on some Marriott points. So we ended up in a really nice place and it was fine. And we're trying to get our money back from Airbnb, but like the whole weekend, basically like we didn't go to bed until 2 AM on, you know, Saturday, early Saturday morning. And when we got to the Marriott, there was this cop there. He was running the front desk and waiting for the other guy to come back. He was like watching it for a minute. And we told him what happened and we told him where the Airbnb was. And he said, Oh fuck no. That's literally what he said. He said, you guys can't stay there. He said, like, come on. Like, seriously, it was a terrible area. Um, And my my friend who lived in Savannah who was supposed to come with us, like, I texted her and I was like, yeah, we couldn't stay there. And she was like, oh, I didn't know you guys were staying there. Yeah, no, that's a terrible area. I would have told you that. (laughs) So... Um, so what lessons have we learned from this Airbnb? Well, let me tell you what else I did. So while we're trying to figure out what we're doing, I send an email to this email thread of all the girls on the trip. So with 31 girls on this email thread, I mean, I don't know, besides the girls I'm with, I don't know a lot of the other girls really well, but I know maybe eight of them as acquaintances or fairly well. Like, you know, some of them I've even been on vacations with yeah. previously. And so I send out an email that says like, hey guys, like our Airbnb is like really sketchy. And if anyone has any space for us, even just for tonight, while we figure out what we're going to do for tomorrow, that would be amazing. Let me know. No one answers this email, not even the next morning to see if we're okay. In fact, someone else sends an email after that that says like, hey guys, don't forget to wear black tonight. (laughs) So when we show up to the bachelorette house where everyone's gathering for the main party, like... (laughs) We were just like, we're we're okay, guys. Don't worry about us. We didn't sleep in the car last night. We're all right. Yeah. It was just like, in other words, I was trying to make it like funny and make it a joke, but I made it really awkward because like no one knew what to say to us. They were like, are you okay? <laughs> I guess I didn't yeah. know these girls well enough to send out an, a jokey email. Yeah. And basically like when I walked in, like I had made myself like the weird leper who sends strange emails. You know what I mean? They were like, oh. I don't think. This girl's strange. I don't think so. Well, that's what happens when you have a bachelorette with so many people. It's like no one was like super comfortable with each other. Everyone was like just very like careful and polite, but not so polite where they'd be like, but here's, here's my favorite part. So all the girls said, oh my gosh, we got your email the next morning. We felt so bad. They didn't say like, oh, sorry, we didn't, you know, answer. I guess a couple of them did, but most of them just said, we have tons of extra room at our place. You guys could have stayed with us. And we were like, well, but here's the good news. We went to the Marriott. And there was like a big puffy bed. Yeah. And free HBO Go. Wow. So it all worked out, really. Yeah. We drank tequila. So what have we learned? What have we learned? Well, I don't know what we could have done about that Airbnb listing. I'd say don't send strange emails to people that 
you don't really know saying like, yeah, save me at 11 PM at night. I think the key is if you're using using Airbnb with those people, you find someone that you know that has been to Savannah or has lived in Savannah. You send it to them first and just to make sure. And it was kind of like, if I would have looked at that review and I would have saw four and a half stars, I didn't like look closely. Then I probably would have done the same thing. But like what we should have done is looked at. So, you know, they do show you a general location on the map and that's where we screwed up. And also, if you do read through this person's review, she actually says in one point, this is the kind of place you stay if you want a hot shower and a bed. Like language, there, there were definitely. So she wasn't like lying about it. You know, she says like it's an old house, but it's very clean, very safe. So, yeah, she did lie because it wasn't very clean or very safe. And it's not it's an old house, but it's like that's not the problem. Literally every house in Savannah is probably old as hell. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it's like it just it needs like a gutting before anyone would stay there, especially before maybe not before you live there, but before you would rent it out. Yeah. So, yeah, but we could have looked at the location on the map. So I do have one more squirrel. Basically, no. Yeah, I do. Basically, I made it weird. So, but yeah, but we ended up we ended up okay. We had fun in the middle. That's our lives, though. We make it weird. I like to make it fun. You like to make it weird. Yeah, I mean, together it weird. we make it fun weird. And then the girls we were with, they they really everyone was digging the cop who said that to us, Officer Williams. Shout out to him. He became a real <laughs> fixture in the weekend. Also, yeah. we had a really nice Lyft driver named Leo. Uh huh. Um, were they single? What's happening with that? Well, so one of the girls messaged him and said. Like a girl messaged him on another girl's behalf. This was this was late into the night after many drinks had been consumed and said, hey, I think I left my heart in your uh, in your lift in your lift. Did you respond back? What's uh, happening? He did. What did he say? He like called, which is so crazy. Oh yeah, he wanted to fuck. He called, but yeah, but he called the next morning. <laughs> so this is like the problem. Like he was like, you know, eight hours too late. He yeah. called the next morning. The girl didn't answer, and then he texted and he said, "I think I found your heart. <laughs> Please give me a call back or something." Well, to be fair to him, I mean. You texted him. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I mean, <laughs> that's love. There could be a love connection, is what I'm saying, yeah, between gonna... Officer Williams and also the the Lyft driver. I think that, you know, I don't know. It was an amorous. You know, bachelorettes make people amorous, is what I would say too. I don't know what that word means, but it sounds like horny. Yeah, basically, uh, sounds a little let's, nicer. Um, let me tell my other squirrel story. You're not really going to tell another. Which squirrel is my story. dad has been feeding oh a squirrel God. at his house, and he's named it Chopper. Uh-huh. Chomper. And chopper. Okay, like a, chopper. Like a helicopter. Okay. And uh, now we have a semi-pet straw. I mean, he's still wild, but he hangs out in front in the front door. Oh, wow. Yeah. In the front door of your parents' Yeah, front house? door. Like, he's there all the time now. What does your dad chopper. feed it? Um, I think he cooks for him. Nah. Like, your dad doesn't even cook. Yeah, he takes the nuts. He goes buy some planter's nuts. He likes to toast them <laughs> a little bit. Toasted nuts. Chopper's so lucky. Wow, yeah. that's service. So it's just like... Well, that would be okay with me if that was our next pet, a squirrel. Oh, I'd love a squirrel. I think that'd be nice. It could ride on Frankie's back. Yeah. That would be lovely. But anyway, Savannah... I mean, Savannah was nice. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I like it as much as Charleston. No, Charleston is a hundred times better. But the thing is... I didn't really eat that much. I'd like to go back with you and do a foodie tour. So we did go to a place today on the way out called um, The Griffin, which is owned by um, Savannah College of Art and Design, actually. And that was cool to see all the SCAD stuff downtown. I mean, it is a beautiful city. 
Yeah, um, Scat is cool. It's and it makes you think if you've read Garden Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, like you get to see all like the streets and that's yeah. Cool. I prefer Charleston. I just think Charleston has a little bit more going on. Yeah, um, but I also think that you know on a Bachelorette you can't really. You know what I mean? Like we didn't really explore yeah, I mean, as much as we would have. For so two days. Yeah, so I wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't mind going back with you and, and maybe eating. But we went to this place called the Griffin that was in an old apothecary that they turned into a bookstore, um, like a scat owned bookstore, and then they turned it into this little restaurant and cafe. And they had um, they had an English tea, and I was still sad about missing the English tea from when we went to when we went to Copenhagen. We were going to have a long layover in London. And Jason made this reservation for this amazing tea place, and we missed it because our flight got delayed leaving Charlotte. So yeah, I got to have an English tea, but it probably was nowhere near as good as what it would have been in London, but it was pretty good. And it was just a really cute place, and you would have liked it because they had lots of mocktails. Like I um, do like a good mocktail. Yeah. So Would you like to hear a Fort Mount ghost story? Sure. Jason did a – he led a ghost tour on so, Friday night. I'm the chairman of the Fort Mill History Museum. We're mm-hmm. doing ghost tours the rest of the month, Friday, Saturday. There's tickets available. Go to fmhm.org if you're interested. I'll tell one of the stories. Okay. So, and they're pretty good stories. And they're all well-researched. They're done by our executive director who actually wrote the book on Fort Mill. So she's she actually researched all these stories. But my favorite one... Um, I'll tell the short one. There's a, there's a couple good ones, but my favorite one is pretty famous in Fort Mill. So uh, Fort Mill was a mill town. It had a, a huge mill. It was called Fort Mill Manufacturing, later became Springs Industries, which was a Fortune 500 company. And they had their executive office, which is kind of right near downtown. And right across the street, they have a uh, kind of a guest house where people, executives could stay when they were going there. And they had a guard that every hour um, at night would go over um, and check it out and make sure there was nothing happening over there. So one one night, this female guard walked over um, and was inspecting, and they were she was at the back of this guest house, and this guy came up to her and asked where the train depot was. And at that time, there's a big train depot in Fort Mill, so she she kind of pointed. It's like a quarter of a mile down. So she kind of pointed. And when she looked back, the guy was gone. He had vanished. Spooky. So then she walked back to her guard post in the log wrote, I had just seen a ghost. I quit. And then she just left and never came back to her job. She quit her job right then. That's, I mean, it makes you believe her more. And she she has, I mean, they have the guest book, like they have the guest book where she wrote it down. And you're sure that the woman who put together the ghost tour didn't write it. Well, this, sure. is, this is from the 1950s. So it's a 1950s guest book. But you're sure she didn't just go add to it? Yeah, because this is like a pretty famous story around town. That's really cool. And later and in life, she, said, she thinks that it was Samuel White. Because who was it's the, the original White homestead. Yeah. Which is where Anne Springs lives, right? Not the same house, but oh, okay. all related. They're all related to each other. So That's if you cool. like that story, there's more. Oh. And for $15... <laughs> You can go. You should go. All the it's proceeds a really good cause. go to the History Museum. And actually, one of my middle school teachers, I posted on my Facebook for people to um, come. And one of my middle school te- 
teachers came and she was very nice. Are you? She was on your tour? Mom. Yeah, she signed up for my tour. Oh, that's so nice. Well, Jason's really, uh, we mentioned this before on the pod, but Jason does a lot of volunteer work and it's a good cause because there's a lot of, you know, Jason's grandma in particular, like there's a lot of like older yeah, people in Fort Mill who like want to preserve like, the history. It's a generally, it's a good tour to go on. And I do want to say that the ghost tour in downtown Charlotte Sucks. Is not very well. The one we went on, there and, is more and than Lee, one. Leanne, our executive director, actually went on the one here, and she's like, "Yeah, that one sucks." It was, it's like, like we went on the haunt, the haunted lantern one because there is more than one. Yeah, we did not enjoy the haunted lantern one. We thought it was really well. There's they, more they ghost stories. They literally take us behind our condo and say, "This is a haunted alleyway." Yeah, well, <laughs> and I'm no, like, "This is not. where I take my trash out. <laughs> <laughs> this is not haunted, and I hope it's not." Really, the only thing about that ghost tour is they're always like walking by, and it's. But annoying. you can make it a nice night because yeah, the ghost tour is only night. 45 minutes to an hour. You go on there, then you either go to Southern Sugar downtown Main Street, you can go to Amora Artois, which is the new brewery there, which has um, a guy from Wicked Weed came and started that. It's really good. Or you can go across the street to Hobos or the local dish. There's a lot of cool places. Um, on Main Street, Fort Mill. Now Do a little Fort Mill food tour. And, you know, it's a good fall date. And there's also the amazing Maze Maze, which we did last year, which is a rural, which I can't say that word. Rural. rural. Hill. Rural, rural. Say the whole thing. Rural Hill. That's it. That's what it's called. So that's really fun. And Jason finished that maze in 15 minutes, which was like one minute off from the record or something. No, I was a couple minutes and off, was, but those people sprint. It was a he did a really good job, and there's also, of course, the Renaissance Festival, which we are like. I'm seriously like I thought about it all day today. I was like, I can't wait. I'm actually thinking about getting an outfit just because you already made fun of me for it, and I I haven't dressed up since high school, but I was like, I could really go all in on that, and I could dress <laughs> up because a lot of people dress up. It's not just the people I just working like there. How on this podcast, you went on a tirade about, about people dressing up. How old people shouldn't dress up. Well, I, no, then, I did not say they shouldn't. I just said for me, a good part about being a grown up is just that I don't have to think about it anymore. I don't mind the people who do. I just said I don't. Li- well, and I was talking about sports people. I wasn't talking about Halloween. You know what you were talking. I was talking about, about sports costumes. Yeah. When you're not playing the sport. Yeah, sports costumes. <laughs> All right. But anyway, your story reminded me of another story. Just really quickly, we watched Drag Me to Hell at the Marriott. Uh-huh. It's apparently the same guy who directed the Spider-Man movies. Which Spider-Man movies? There's been like 14. Yeah, I don't know. I think the ones with Tobey Maguire. Oh, uh, yeah, sexy. And it's one of the best scary movies I've ever seen because it's it's campy, so it's funny, but it's also genuinely scary, But it, so it doesn't take itself seriously, so like... Which is the best kind of horror movie because, you know, they're always going to be cheesy. But, like, so this kind of owns its cheesiness, but it's also creepy. Like, I'm totally going to watch that again before Halloween. Loved it. Anyway, so we did do some food stuff this week. You saw Garden State? You said I looked like Zach Braff. Yeah, but I fell asleep. So I have actually never seen Garden State, which is Garden State's a great movie. It was funny. We went on a pedicab this weekend, and our pedicab driver was a student at SCAD. And we were like... I don't know. We were like, have you seen Garden State? Because we had just watched it and we were a little tipsy. And he was like, no, I've never heard of that. You know, because he's like. 21. <laughs> no, probably like 19. And yeah. we just felt like the old ladies. And we were like, well, you should watch it. It's a great film. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Jason does look like Zach Braff. Um, let's. A uh, lot, let's, actually. Let's talk about some food. Yeah. So you went on a date with Chrissy Beth. You lucky yes. dog. Okay. This was probably the best event put on that i've been to oh wow now i'm gonna have fomo jeez <laughs> um so Tell it me was about at it. la belle helen 
That's how you say it because that's what the guy said. Oh, it's not La Belle Helene. Yeah. Okay, it's La Belle, La Belle Helene. Helene. Okay. And Christy and I both looked at each other when he said that. He's like, oh, that's how you say it. Yeah. So it was Makes La, La Belle Helene. They had Elaine Ducasse mm-hmm. was there. I have a picture with me, Elaine Ducasse, and Chrissy Beth. She, I tried to hand him my iPhone 11, but Chrissy Beth gave her her iPhone 8, and oh. the picture, God, it could have been so much better. Chrissy. But, <laughs> but I mean, this was a top class event. Um, yeah, so he owns it, but he's also a, a world famous so chef. And it, is it a chain? Are there no, other, it's, this so is it's, the only. So it's not a chain. So okay. he, so Elaine Ducasse, he he helped. Um, I'm sure they paid him a ton of money to. He's like almost like a up, consultant on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, to come up with the uh, the menu, help with the and menu. concept, and so <coughs> they had. Hors d'oeuvres that Are they passed around. Are you going to cough around. on my pod? But it wasn't just hors d'oeuvres. They had lots. I'm not going to even answer that. You're not even going to justify that? I'm not going to okay. justify it. <laughs> Dignified. There's, uh, so they had, not just did they have hors d'oeuvres, but they had basically all of their entrees they have, and they just made them bite size. So they were passing around everything. Everything was amazing. And in the back, they had the pastry chef who was um, making crepes but like but like this they're like small it's almost like the size of a tortilla and they were frying putting it in like a pan with it looks like it looks like apricots or like it was probably crepe suzette yeah it was a crepe suzette yeah yeah they're making crepe suzette yeah it was really cool and they had a rum baba which they were she was also like pouring rum in right in front of you um a couple of my favorite things that we had there. Honestly, everything was amazing. So they had they made a croque monsieur, mm, but love. but they made it with shaved black truffles. Oh my gosh! I don't think there's the one when I went for brunch. I don't think that the one on the menu had black truffles. Did it? I, I wonder if know. that was special. I haven't for the seen event. the menu, but okay. yeah, that was incredible. The one of the last thing I tried was their chicken, and their chicken was outstanding. They had duck, which was great. They made little burgers, which were also mm. very good. Isn't it stunning in there? It's it's really cool. Like first class. I'm really glad. Like I thought it was a chain, and I'm really glad to find out that it isn't a chain. Yeah. So it's like it's the like, Charlotte original. Yeah. I mean, it's like By Elaine you know, and just to have him come to Charlotte, like a famous have friendship. we have? I mean, I don't know if in the history of Charlotte if we've ever had like that good of a culinary talent actually step foot in Charlotte. Yeah. No, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know a if really we have. Good point. So just maybe the ghost of Anthony and, Bourdain. And we and loved be another ghost story. We loved that. Uh, he had a French. So he spoke, he, he got up and gave a toast and he like gave the first word, first sentence in English, which was perfect English. And he said, I don't feel comfortable speaking English. And he Aww. spoke French. And then he had like this young Slav guy who was just his translator, just following him around. And they were the most French looking people of all time. And I loved it. It How just cute. made me, it made me want to go back to Paris and Paris is one of my I favorite know. cities in the entire world. You know what I want to do? I want to go elsewhere in France. Cause I've only been to Paris. I'd love to explore other areas yeah. of France. If you haven't been to Paris, Paris is just, you can't go to Paris and not feel like the love and the emotion there. I think it's really hard. Of, yeah, a lot of the last time we were in Paris. I mean, we were there during the Paris attack, yeah. so that's not really fair. But just the, I mean, no, I know. There's a lot of passion in this. There's city. such you a can feel passion it. and just the 
way the streets are and the lights. It's really and amazing. Of course, the food and the way they eat and just. I really like the no butter fear. Obviously, the interior of La Belle is meant to look like Paris, but I also have a. It's really Art Deco and reminded me of very, New York too. It's very Art Deco, like the Chrysler Building, straight yeah. up. Um, Maybe we should go there tonight. We're not dressed. That was the first event where it, they said it was soiree attire. Soiree. And uh, I showed up in a polo and I felt extremely underdressed. Actually, the same thing happened to me. Um, I went for brunch on my birthday. And that was another bachelorette weekend. So I went on the Sunday after a bachelorette like in shorts and a t-shirt. And it was just brunch. And I was like, oh, yeah, I probably and, should be in a dress. And I walked in and I also felt very And you know what? I don't believe in dressing up ever. But... When in Paris. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Only like, for the French chef in Charlotte. Yeah, like I would up. do it. Like we've been to s- the best restaurants in the world and I haven't, you know, I don't wear a suit and I, I've never felt like you had to. But there are certain places where even like the French laundry that you had to wear a tie, we had to wear a tie there. But, Did you um, wish you had a tie and a jacket or just a jacket? Just a jacket yeah. would have been fine. But yeah, I, so I, I do feel like in too. certain Instances like if I if we were going to go to Paris to a three Michelin star restaurant, I would I would it dress. Depends up on that. the city, yeah. It depends on the place. Yeah, and, there's yeah. a time and a place for everything. I do. The only thing I I don't like about that is like a moment like right now where you're right. It's like I would like to eat the food, but I don't want to get dressed up, and that stinks. Yeah, but well, it it's is a what special it is. occasion place yeah. for sure. Like yeah. it's not a like Bardo is much more approachable. I still think Bardo has better food in general, but I mean. But if you want like a fancy, like and it's, I was it's talking a really to, like especially fancy. Yeah, like and I was talking really to uh, Chrissy Beth about this too. Like just French cooking, French techniques are so good. I mean, that's why like it's considered, I mean, they yeah. invented fine dining. Yeah. Like the. And so many yeah. cooking techniques like a mirepoix, which is like, those are like the three vegetables that you use to start every cooking process. Like. Yeah. Like they, I mean, it's just so good. And, w- and when it's done right. It's so and good. you guys had fun on your date, right? I was at home on a board meeting call for our HOA, so that yeah, was yeah. It's it was womp womp. it was great. And what was great about the event too is like they gave a two minute toast, and then you just walked around like they're passing around things. Um, it was fantastic. I good, it, yeah. You were was, home in a really reasonable amount yeah. Of time. It was an hour event. Like Chrissy Beth was great. We had a great time. Thanks for inviting me. Um, they gave Thanks, us a, they gave us Madeleines and a glass as a to go thing. A really nice glass. And uh, yeah, it was great. So Classy. I mean, it's definitely like a special occasion, birthday, anniversary type place. So, but if you go there, you will not be disappointed. It's not super expensive. Like it's not crazy. No, like I mean the brunch wasn't. If you take your, if you go there for a special occasion, you will not be disappointed. Did we eat anything else this week? Well, we went to Wits. Yes. So it was pumpkin time at Wits. Yeah, we announced that on our Instagram. I okay, think it he, ends tonight. So okay, if you're listening to this on Monday Here's my morning. deal with Wits. Like, we go there, and they, and close, they close at 10. Yeah. We got there at 9. They were out of pumpkin. It's like, how can you run out of pumpkin? And this happens a lot. They run out of their special, special flavor. Flavors. but. We don't understand why they can't just make more and like keep it in the machine. I don't really know how custard works, so maybe you can't. You can't keep it in the machine overnight. Like I, I don't. But know. But you have and to anticipate it. like pumpkin wheat. Like yeah, maybe make more. Yeah. Um, but they did have pumpkin in the freezer, so we got a really like something like a yeah. And I tried like a it. Pint. I tried it today, and it was delicious. And then we also got a pumpkin witty, which uh-huh. is two sugar cookies with 
pumpkin ice cream in the middle. Mm, yeah. So we just love Wits, and it's I don't know, like it is a drive, but it's kind of fun just because it's like a little. Yeah. Like that's the kind of shit that we like to do. <laughs> like people probably think it's like we don't like to go out and drink, but we like to drive a half an hour for ice cream. But that's we have just, a problem. But that's no, okay. it, it's just who we are. Into their own stuff. Yeah. Um. The. And you went to Hello Sailor. Yeah, so last night I went to Hello Sailor for one reason, which was to try the horchata tart. Which we saw which on I've been the, eyeing. the pastry chef's Instagram a couple of weeks ago. Did you see it again, or what reminded you no, of no, it? No, no, I just saw it, and I've asked you like four times ago, and you're like, nah. Well, it's far away, so I know. For some reason, I just said that, but like, I don't it's know. It's literally the same exit as Wits. It is. It's funny. <laughs> but I guess when we do Wits, it's like, you know, it's just, we're not yeah. there for And you know what I time. like about, I like Hello Sailor ten times better than Kindred. For a couple reasons, one like you can always sit at the bar and like it's not, it, it's a you bigger restaurant. Bar, but Kindred. this is my opinion. Okay, because I don't agree. But go on. Like I, there's always something on the menu. Like depending upon what I'm feeling. Like last night I got a chicken sandwich, which was delicious. Sometimes I'll get the hamachi crudo, which is also delicious. They That's have oysters. The they have lots of things. So a variety. And obviously, like, Kindred's meant to be shared, like, shared plates. Um, this, you can either go the shared route or you can order your own stuff. And uh, the desserts are way better, I think. Yeah, they do have a better dessert selection. And this, is, it's the same guy at both places. But maybe, this maybe he just feels, like, more freedom there. Yeah, and this horchata tart was fantastic. It was so good. Well, I definitely I would have ordered, like, you. seven of them. Uh, but then people would have judged me. Did you have fun dining alone? Do you like dining alone? You do that a lot when I'm out of town. I don't mind it. Like, it's not my favorite thing. But, see, I like going to a bar. Like, I go to Harper's because you can watch the game. Like, I like going to a place where I can watch the sports game and, like, eat good food. But what did you do last night? Like, there's no TV, right? No, they have TVs there. Did you watch TV or, like, well, did you read on your phone? So or here's the, do you just watch the bartender? It depends on I, – I like a TV situation because mm-hmm. then I can watch – so it was the end of a college football game on CBS. Yeah. And they were showing it. And in the second half, apparently after CBS, it must be only old people who watch it. Because then there's uh, – it, it went to an hour-long infomercial on, like, foot arches. Oh. <laughs> so You know, that's not something you really want to watch, no. Yeah. So that was kind of – and they didn't change the channel, which is fine. But, like, by that time – See, I like eating by myself too. I'm a fast eater, so like I'm in and out of there in 45 minutes. Yeah, and you can go at your own pace. Yeah, and I probably like, slow you down. Talked to the bartender a little bit. He was cool. Like there were, it, and sometimes like you'll go to a bar and they'll be like, "That's like kind of an older crowd." Uh, but sometimes we get like good conversation going. It just depends on where you are. Sometimes that happens at Harper's. Well, I think that's good. I like to go. Sometimes I bring a book when I go by myself, but. Honestly, usually I just get carry out. And I think it's nice to go dine by yourself sometimes. You can just, you know, take yourself yeah. on a date. And what's cool, like, which is nice. I was actually reading um, some of the nice restaurants. If you go by yourself, they'll like sit you. Like, they don't normally have good places for a one person. So they'll put you in cool places. Like at Austria Francescana, they put the person in the wine cellar. So mm-hmm. they ate in the wine cellar. The, like, if you go, like, a geranium, there's a table that's, like, in the chef, like, basically in the kitchen you sit at. They'll treat you, so, like, yeah, a little bit nicer because you're, you know, they want to yeah. show you an extra good time. Exactly. Since they so, don't have the socialization. So, and I'm actually thinking about doing something like that when I go up to New York. 
by myself. Yeah, Jason's birthday is this week. Yep. And we might have something special planned for it, so stay tuned. Well, it's the Hornets opening night, which I'm very excited about. Well, that's exciting, too. Let's get to some Charlotte news. Well, I did want to say really quickly, on my way home today from The Bachelorette, I stopped in. I went to Trader Joe's, of course, because, as Jason will tell you, I have... Like, I should just honestly, like, have direct deposit from my paycheck to Trader Joe's. <laughs> like, we, should, we should buy stock in Trader Joe's. I, I, like, um, I can't stay away. And then every time I go, I get, I don't know, like, just everything. Let's get to some Charlotte news. No, I'm... Oh! I'm trying to say something. God. Anyway, I went to the Water Bean Coffee that's there. The new Water Bean Coffee that's at the Met. And it's funny because there's one right down the street from us off of Tryon that we've never been to. Um, but I needed something to pick me up for the pod. So I got a Thai tea and they make their Thai tea, um, from scratch. They don't use powders. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's really good. I also had a very good Thai tea this week. Where'd you go? Um, I did a day trip to Charleston for one That's of my right. clients. You did. We didn't even talk about um, that. I mean, you brought back the best pork skins of my life. Do you think we yeah. can order those online? So yeah, we didn't talk about that. I know it's I okay, w- but now we're not going to. Cause but I'm no, I do want to say <laughs> that in Charleston though. So I went to, we went to Rodney Scott's barbecue and then I went to Husk just to get a drink and they have mocktails. So I ordered the Thai iced tea mocktail and it was fantastic. Oh, I didn't know they had that. That sounds really yeah, good. Yeah. It was well, cause really every, good. Those, that's, that is the, my, Oh, it's hard. Like, because there's another, there's like a speakeasy bar there that I really like. But I think that Husk Bar is my favorite bar I've ever been it's to. It's so cool. We've been there several it's times. It's right next to Husk Proper. It's like a little. I've never been cabin. to Husk, but they have like an upper level to it. So you get to sit up high and look outside, and they just have some yeah. of the best. And we drinks. went right when it opened at three. So we we're the only people there. So it was really cool. Like, we got to talk with the bartenders, didn't feel crowded. Well, if you go nice. to Rodney Scott's barbecue, you need to get the pork skin. So Jason brought home a bag of those for me. And they have actually, like, and this sounds like so disgusting, but they actually have, like, it's not just the skins, like, it has, like, the fat attached to it. Yeah. Also. And, I mean, we have, I have to, like, and the I have to have more of those. The seasoning yeah. they put on it. They have like was a really spicy good. seasoning. Like, I seriously, like, if they don't sell those online, like, well, you and I have to go to Charleston and buy like 17 bags of those. Like, I must have them. Yeah. I've thought about them all weekend. Anyway, I did want to talk briefly about um, speaking of just, we've had a lot of weddings and bachelorettes really quickly. I want to say that there's something called the wedding selfie epidemic. Oh, and God. it really irritates me. And um, it's irritated you since the day of our wedding. It and and we did it. We did it this week. And I did it because I put the, a, a selfie of us. It's like you know, a picture of us, not a selfie, but a picture of us on our personal account because I try to get personal, pic, you know, pictures of us on the account as much as I can. But I hate having my picture taken. So, but I did it, and this is what people do. They never get dressed up, and they want they get dressed up for a wedding, and they want a picture of themselves. But after a wedding, people literally just post pictures of themselves and none of the bride and groom. And like I said, like we're guilty of it too. So I'm not. Why does that upset you? Because you should take pictures of the bride because it's her special day. But they have a professional photographer doing that. I don't know. I just think that it's nice to have it on social media too because your guests don't all get to, or people who didn't get to come, they don't always get to see your professional pictures. Yeah. That's all. Well, you said you agreed with me and now you're No, no, no. I, no I was just now you're asking. Saying, I posted a picture of the I know, you were really nice and you were like the only person who did. Yeah. And I figured I was with you so that counted for me well, too. Well, I think people <laughs> just 
I don't think it's on purpose. No. I just think that people get, people, like I said, people don't get dressed up that much. And for a wedding, they, people usually look a little nicer. So they want pictures of themselves too. But, um, I remember at our wedding, like, Oh, you were so mad the next day that no one posted. Uh, well, I don't want to, I didn't. Was that bad? Wow. Okay. I wasn't going to say that. Just let me finish my sentence. I was though. I was though. If you want, okay, you already said it. So let's just say it like, yeah, like it, I'm not going to lie. When I woke up the next day and there was not one picture of Jason and me on Instagram under our hashtag, it hurt my feelings a little bit, but you know what? Thanks for making me bring that up on the podcast. We're getting like, everything out tonight. I feel like I've sounded like an asshole like no, eight different times in this podcast. No, this is, this like, is good. You got to let out your feelings. Yeah, but let it's, it you know what? It is how I felt. And I don't know if I'm the only one. And you know, sometimes you can get confessional like that. And other people will be like, you know what? I felt that way yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're so, of our tens of millions of listeners. I guarantee there's, there's be one, some, you know, at least one. But I was just going to say that your mom had an issue because a lot of your dad's family members wanted pictures of them. They, oh, my, they wanted professional my mom pictures got of so themselves. Mad. So they wanted like a family picture, not with Jason and me or with, or with Jason's parents, but they wanted like, they asked if they could use the professional photographer to get pictures of just their side here's of the, the family. Thing. My mom does the same thing at weddings. She does. <laughs> so. I know that's the whole thing. Weddings make people back, bad yeah, shit. I just, yeah. They really do. But I was just going to say like, and I'm guilty of it too, but it's like, you know, we should post more pictures of the actual couple getting married under their hashtag because when the couple wakes up the next day and they're still, you get that little wedding letdown, you know, there's, you know, you, you kind of, you, there's such a build up. I got the wedding let up. You were happy it was over? No. I feel like a lot of guys probably feel that. They're, I mean, I think everyone's kind of happy it's over, but you know, it is sort of like, you know, anytime you finish something no, that you've been waiting. I wasn't happy that it was over, but. But anyway, but you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah. Take pictures of everybody including yourself but also the bride and groom okay um charlotte news charlotte news okay so suarez has baked pumpkin donuts every saturday uh, in october news. that's pumpkin news okay well that's my pumpkin news it's the only one i have so i did it first okay I'm trying to think if i have any other pumpkin news <laughs> sorry i didn't put pumpkin news in the appropriate spot um i just have to say about raining donuts their donuts have been on point this whole month I like and their fall series. Yeah, they have a different fall donut every week from like two weeks ago until the last weekend in November. Yeah, and then I heard really from the lady's mouth that they're going to do a winter series Ooh, kind of the same way, which awesome. I'm very excited about. I think that's been really cool. I love when places switch up their flavors. Yeah. Um, the Waterman is opening October 15th. So that was, I think I mentioned that, but it is, it's yeah, very uh, excited about that. tomorrow, right? It is tomorrow. It is yeah, tomorrow. Tax day. So. Yep, Jason has a big tax deadline, too. Um, did you know that Namaste Kitchen and Cotswold closed? No, I really liked it there. And they're putting a, and this is a funny typo, it says Bistro La Bob. And I, I swear to God, I deleted that and retyped it four times, and I guess it, my phone <laughs> refuses to type Bistro La Bon. And I think that's actually funny. Yeah, Bistro they La Bob. should call it Bistro La Bob. <laughs> Wait, that should be our And what name. if it's like a shish kebab place? <laughs> what if it was just like a really, really deliverance-style southern place? Yeah, Bistro La Bob. Bob owns it. Oh, yeah, Bistro La Bob. Been there many times. So, yeah, second location of Bistro La Bon is opening in the place where Namaste Kitchen was, which I didn't know it closed. I thought it was okay there, but I'm honestly not shocked that they closed because it's just, it's a weird location. I, I wonder, but but Cotswold has so many people living there, and it's a very busy shopping center, so yeah, I don't know. 
you know, whatever. What do we know? What do we know? And then the other big news is that Noda Brewing is going to do a spiked seltzer, which everyone's really excited about because um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but people go freaking insane for that White Claw. Any kind of spiked seltzer is huge right now. People really like I it. I mean, yeah. I hosted. I want to get crunk and keep my slim figure. That's exactly right. Like when we hosted um, the bridal shower, some friends and I hosted a bridal shower. Like we had a bunch of beer, champagne, and the spiked seltzer. Spiked seltzer is the only thing we ran out of. Um, same thing on a bachelorette a few weekends ago. Like people go crazy for this, and Noda Brewing is super smart to get in on that. Very smart. And that's all I have. That's beautiful. What's the best thing you ate this oh week? Oh, my gosh. Because we didn't do it last week. <laughs> yeah, guys. We forgot to do the best thing we ate. I will say there's been a little bit. We're a little. We're just figuring out our, our new schedule with hashtag new job. Yeah. We've been a little. Well, the good news is. And the couch is, is coming. Is it this week we're having a special guest on. Yep. Stay tuned for our special guest next yeah, week. And I'm super about excited that. about her. So, Oh, I said it was a her. So we narrowed it down to 51% of the population. I'm sorry. Don't we have something else? We've never had a male guest. No, we had Ian. I lied. All right, what's the best thing? Oh, yeah, we also have a special event next Sunday. We have a lot going on next weekend. What's the best thing? Holy crap. What's the best thing you ate? Um, well, geez. Can you go first? Do you like this TikTok sound I'm doing? No, please get your hands off that ukulele. He was playing it in the house, too. Talk about deliverance. (laughs) What's the best thing you ate? Okay, so I went to Charleston, and honestly, the the horchata tart's really good, too. But so I have, um, I went to Charleston to visit. There's a grand opening of Bar and Coco, and they are an online boutique uh, um, chocolate. They serve, they sell chocolate bars. You can actually do it. it. Wow. (laughs) You can do a subscription service from them. Don't be a dick. <laughs> uh, it's the theme of the pod, though. There's no theme of the pod other than food and pods. No, me being a dick is a tertiary theme. <laughs> um, that means third. You can stick the tertiary somewhere. <laughs> anyway, Bar and Coco, they serve really good chocolate. And uh, they had a grand opening. And one of my coworkers and I went down there for it. And if you're in Charleston, you should go check it out because it's in a – it's in an old house and they made it so it was more of a lounge type place where you go and like hang out and they teach you all about chocolate. And they have bars from places around the world that like literally only sell to them, which is really cool. And they really care about the sustainability of chocolate and making sure that the people harvesting the chocolate get a fair wage. So I tried one of the chocolate bars. I bought five. Um, the one I tried was called Raka. I think it was R-A-K-K-A. And it was banana Foster's flavor. And what's cool about their um, chocolate is they don't roast the chocolate. They do it raw and make it into bars. And it was delicious. I thought I would have like a little bit and share with you. And then I ended up eating the whole bar. So, so I'll good. never know how good it was. Well, we can buy another bar. We'll go back. We can buy another Or we can bar. order it online because so, that's their whole business model. Yeah. So go check them out, barandcoco.com. And they're great people too. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, they should, though. <laughs> I, duh, as soon as you started talking, I was like, yeah, like the, the pork skins, the pork rinds from Rodney Scott's Barbecue. Yeah. Those are the best thing I had all week and maybe the best thing I had all month. Wow. Seriously, like they are in my head. And I was at a gas station today and I was like, those pork skins are not good. 
you know, just you have to get like real homemade pork skins, I think. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's all. That's it. Let's what go to Harper's. We, yeah, we're going to Harper's tonight. But before when you're driving to Harper's and you're, <laughs> do you want to speed this up? Yeah. We have to tell the people what okay, to do. Can we just let me just say this now on record since, you know, when I'm making gestures, there's a reason why I'm not saying it out loud. That's between me and you. I don't want you to actually. Oh, they all can't see it? Right. So you're not supposed uh, to call out the gesture I'm making because that's a way for us to communicate just the well, two of us so they can't hear it. And now they know because you already called it out. But now I'm going to make it extra clear because you keep doing that. Wow. <laughs> Was that I a I like harsh? to go my own pacing. And then when you do that symbol, it just it upsets me deep down. Okay. Well, it upsets me when I'm trying to talk to you, just me and you, and you let our our listeners. Oh, by the way, shout out. To um, Brooke, um, a girl I went on The Bachelorette, um, our friend Sarah, her roommate Brooke is a pod listener. Oh. And she was in, um, she's in our book club too. And I didn't know she was a pod listener. So shout out to Brooke. And she said she really enjoys love it. Love you, Brooke. Yeah. Thanks for being Never a listener. Never met you, but I love you. But anyway, speed it up and, you know. Anyway, so <laughs> if you're a new listener like Brooke, make sure you, make sure you go on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, write a little review, write a little ditty, maybe a haiku on there. Yeah. Really stand out. And I wrote the blog post this week is on Little Spoon, controversial take on a place that we used to really love that we feel has gone downhill. You gave so it a two star. I gave it a two star. Which is so, uh, out of five take. stars. Yeah, well, that's how I feel. But go ahead and give that a read. Put a lot of love into that blog post, even though it I'm might seem like I put a lot of hate into a, it. Uh, non restaurant review. I'm, I'm working on a essay on why restaurants have become the restaurant culture has been oh, become so popular yeah that's good that's a good idea so we're that, gonna take we're gonna do some blog posts that are a little bit different so look out for that so make sure you sign up for our newsletters you can stay up to everything just go to stallionpante.com it's right on the front page uh buy some merch it's getting cold this was the first week of fall mm-hmm. it's cold out <laughs> all right I think, you, I think you're ready to i'm eat. hungry Take me to Harper's.